Welcome, welcome, welcome to the core, the school of the supernatural, where it is taught, where it is believed, and where it is exercised. I'm going to be walking you through the components of prayer. Uh, I have 10 different teachings in here, and uh, I want to go over some of these, of the 10 that I will be going with, and definitely I will not be able to finish these all today. But what we're going to do, we're going to put all of them together. And then you will be able to use them at your liter- I mean, at your leisure. Please forgive me. The first one is meditation. The second one is inner in. The third one is confession. The fourth one is forgiveness. The fifth one is thanksgiving. Number six is praise. Number seven is worship. Number eight is petition. Number nine is intercession. Number 10, listening. Well, we want to thank the Lord for you. And we pray that, amen, as you listen to these teachings that I will be sharing with you, that it will build your faith. It is my desire. It is my prayer, amen, that God will use every drop, amen, of oil that's in your life. You will not rest until you wear the ear of God out, amen, telling God to use you in a way that, that that you will totally forget about the things around you. Of course, you have to do things that take care of your livelihood, but I'm talking about getting in the face of God. Amen. God, I want you to employ me in the area where I will be effective unto your people. Well, let's deal with meditation. What is meditation? Meditation is a time that you begin to reflect or you begin to think about a particular scripture or the goodness of the Lord of things that he have done or the things that you believe in him for. And oftentimes what I do, I take a scripture of something that I read. Amen. Just like the scripture speaks about in Psalms 1 verses 1 and 2 and it reads this. It said, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or standing in the way of the sinners, or sitting in the sea of the mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And of his law, he meditate day and night. And then I take that scripture, and I just begin to ponder on it. Amen. And I have I, I, I have visualization in my mind. And God began to go word for word. And I begin to meditate about that word. Oh, my God, I meditate upon that word. And as I'm doing this, what takes place is that God begins to uh, instill that word in your heart. That in times of need that you will be able to, amen, you will be able to withdraw. You will be able to draw from that. You will be able to extract from that of the teachings and the things that you have learned. Even this scripture, you'll find that it will bless you in days to come. Amen. Weeks to come and years to come. Oh, praise the Lord. I want to let you know you have been called into a very great calling. It's just the same way that the president of the United States, they said is a position of influence. A position of power. Well, I feel the same way about what we have been called to. Many of you have been called to be intercessors, prayer warriors. You've been called the birth people. Some said midwife, amen. Some say godmother, 
God Father, praise the Lord. Some said spiritual father, spiritual mothers, spiritual brothers and sisters. And this is what you are in the realm of the spirit. Many people that you will mentor, you might be in the infancy stage of your walk right now. And then you may be right in the middle where you've been connected with God for a while. And you're going through some things that said, man, this is, man, this have been a real nail biter of the things that you've been dealing with. But one thing that I know for sure, and that you know right now, that your faith will fail you not. See, it's something that when we get in the place of God, and we get in the position where we can hear, that's all God been trying to do from the beginning, to establish a prayer life in us. And when we and when we develop a prayer life, there is where we get strengthened at. Amen. Because the Bible said, he is quick to anger, deal it foolishly. In other words, if I don't have nothing that is in my reserve or in my prophetic briefcase or in my DNA, which is the foundation of prayer, then what will happen? That when I get upset, man, I would act crazy or irrational and I would lose my composure and I can walk out of faith. I can walk out of the belief of God. And that is not what you want, dearly beloved. Well, amen. Let's go ahead and continue with this. And one thing, amen, the Bible says is in Psalms of 63, verses 5 through 6. It said, My soul shall be satisfied as with the morals and the fatness in my mouth shall praise thee with joy lips. And when I remember thee upon my Lord, I it said, I'm sorry. It said, when I remember thee upon my bed and meditate and meditate on thee in the night watches, Psalm 63, 5 to 6. A good scripture that will uh, parallel this, amen, will be in the Habakkuk, Habakkuk the, uh, in the Old Testament, Habakkuk chapter 1. I will stand on my watch and see what the Lord will say. See, it's all about meditation. It's all about getting before the Lord. When things is uh, the volume is turned up. Things is going on in your life. This is the thing that will bring a lot of peace. It will bring a lot of patience. It's getting before the Lord. This is our therapy as believers. It's getting before the Lord. It will cause us not, when we go out our front door, amen, to act in a terrible way. That's why prayer is very essential in this hour. Even the scripture said that Jesus Amen. Even went away to pray. Even Moses, amen, went up to the mountain to go and pray. All through scripture, even Moses, amen, went off to pray. All through the scripture, you see that prayer is essential. The scripture said that even after the death of Anna, the husband, the word of God declared that she never left the temple, not one time, for the rest of the days of her life. It says she fasted and she prayed. She fasted and she prayed. It was there that she prophesied, amen, of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It was there. Oh my God, it's all in scripture. But I want to let you know there's a lot of great things can take place in prayer. It builds my walk. It builds my confession that when I say a thing, that I can believe the things that I say according to Mark 11 and 23 and 24. 
Amen. I can believe those things, amen, that God had made me the head and not the tail. Prayer is where it all takes place at. The building of your ministry, the building of your walk, will be through prayer and meditation and getting before the Lord. It is a time that you will empty out and you will let everything go of internal and external distractions. Many things, amen, can be distractions. Distractions, distractions. Let's talk about external distractions for a moment. Time constraints. Oh, just never enough time in your day. You always get so many things that is planned. Never not enough time to get before the presence of the Lord. Employment. Oh, my Jesus. Taking care of a family or even taking care of yourself. They want you to do so many, so many things at your job overtime, over overtime. And you work because of the bills and things that you have. You don't want to lose anything. You want to keep everything. Lights, gas, water, all those different things that it takes for you to be able to live. And that's the reason why you are at work. In return, that they will give you compensation. Busyness. Just busy. Just busy, busy, busy. Busy, 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 busy. Family duties. Oh, my goodness. And some of you are married and some of you are not. But you know the responsibilities of family duties. Taking kids to ball games. Taking them for their birthday. Picking them up from school. Taking them to go shopping. House shopping. All these different things like that. Even groceries. All these things puts a demand on you. These are internal distractions. Interruptions. Oh my goodness. Interruptions. You plan on one thing and another thing happened. Well, that's what I'm talking about. The lack of privacy. Especially if you got little kids around. Little babies and things like that. Uh, you never get a real peaceful time to yourself. And the mother, you wouldn't believe this, what I'm about to say. I've read articles where mothers said, mothers have said that, that the times they really get a break is when it's time for them to go to the restroom. While the little babies sleep, they just get in there, they get on their phone. And sometimes, they, man, they just sit there and meditate just for 45 minutes of peace, praying that the baby will stay asleep for two hours. But many times it just be for 45 minutes. Amen. Then another thing that is is a major distraction, television. Not to not to insult injury, but this is also what television have done. It have went into high definition. Man, the the the, the way that they make televisions now, they make them where you want to be there because they're so big. The screen can get so big as much as your money can buy from a 18, 19 inch all the way up to a 100 inch screen if that's what your soul desires or what your money can afford. And with that being said, that when you upgrade to those types of televisions or those types of devices in your home, it will, it will, be, it will, it will be an insult to someone that has a, a 70 inch television and they don't put the HBO package or the or to put the satellite package to it, Sports Center, and all the movies and things like that. Because what we do, we entertain ourselves. The enemy won't external distractions. That's what he would like to do. And then the radio. 
The radio can be another great distraction. You just can't get enough of some of the old jazz you like to listen to or the confusion jazz, as one would call it. Or it may not even be that. It can be classical. It can be country. It can be gospel. Yes, I did say, because you can get caught up. And if you love music, that you can get caught up even in gospel music when something you should be doing and you're not even doing it. Well, that is still called an eternal distraction. Then, oh my God, please don't say nothing about Facebook. Did I just say Facebook? Did I just say Facebook? It is a proven point that folks spend more time on Facebook than they do on their regular job. <laughs> more with, more than what they at the family, amen, at dinner time. Oh, not just Facebook, but any of any social media platform, these things are distractions. That's external distractions. Well, praise the Lord. And then, and then on top of that, oh, if you're a researcher, you begin to research things. You research everything. Google becomes your friend. Uh, uh, Siri becomes your friend. And next thing you know, now you have been now you have been impacted through internal distraction. And this is why we have to lay the foundation of prayer because God is trying to establish a work in you. And many of you will go off to ministry or do ministry as far as pertaining to, uh, you may be an assistant, you may be an pastor, you may be an apostle, you may be a bishop, amen. You could, you could be anything what the Lord will call you to do according to Ephesians, amen, 4 and 11, which that's a whole completely teaching there. Let's deal with the internal distractions. What is eternal distractions? Internal distractions, you could have just lost someone. Oh my God. Grandmother, a grandfather, a loved one, a brother, a sister, or even a child. And this thing have devastated you and have caused internal distractions where you cannot even focus you because you're dealing with so much pain. The Bible says in 1 Chronicles 4 and 8, 4, 8, 9, and 10, it talks about Jabez, a man that his name meant misery. Someone says misery, misery. Amen. It said that his mother bore him in pain. In other words, that he was not, uh, 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 that she was not unfamiliar with pain, nor was Jabez. But the scripture said that he was more, more honorable than his brother. And then later in scripture, you see that it said that God enlarges territory. I believe that's in there, in the eight verses of First Chronicles 4 and 8. That God enlarged the width and the length of his ministry. Amen. And that's what God done for him. In other words, that even though that you go through things, that if there is a silver lining, amen, there is a silver lining. What is the silver lining? That God is going to see you through. That these things that has been internal distractions of pain that you have been severely hurt will not be. You might be dealing with anger. You may be dealing with worry, fear, bitterness, depression, doubt, anxiety and the word that I really don't like to use but many deals with the thing called hate. You may have been raised to hate a certain race of people 
you don't want to be like that. But for the last 20 and 30 and 40 years, that's what was put into you to distance yourself from people of different uh, uh, races. Amen. And that's not that's not the, that's not the way of the Lord. And you know what? God is able to uh, to delete those things out of your life. But these are some of the things that I wanted to share with you that are internal distractions. The Bible says this. See, because we have to have discipline in our life because prayer is discipline. And that's the reason why. And when I say prayer, it's more than just uh, like this morning. I had a, uh, a thing of oatmeal. Oatmeal? Well, the thing, yeah, I had a thing of uh, of oatmeal this morning. Man, I, man, yeah, yeah, man. I tell you what, amen. Oh my God, hallelujah. Hallelujah, praise God. Hallelujah, praise God. Hallelujah. Somebody come on and give God the praise. But discipline is the thing. Discipline. Man, I wanted that oatmeal. I wanted to read. And that's what I thought about the oatmeal. Man, I, man, I just, I lost my train of thought. Man, I thought about how good that oatmeal was. And, and I know I needed to be in there praying. And I didn't pray. But well, that still was a distraction because it was something that I wanted so much. Or you might want to watch a, a television show or listen to a, a radio interview. Or you might want to surf something. You know, how many of you ever had those things where you want to, you want to make something in the middle of the night, you got a taste for something, and you know you need to be doing something else, and you be late. Well, the Bible says this, amen, we have to learn how to discipline ourselves. Well, what do the word says about that? Let's go to Romans, the 12th chapter, and verse number two. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. In other words, that my mind needs to be transformed. God needs to renew my mindset that I won't think of the things the way I used to, that I won't uh, be operating in muscle memory. And muscle memory, you would do things unconsciously, you know, because it's a routine. Like I got up and I made that oatmeal, amen, in which I should have been doing something else. But when you, your mind is so conditioned to doing something one way, you'll find yourself doing that all the time. And what God is trying to do is implement the change. He's trying to birth something in you that you can get stronger than you've ever been. Well, I pray that you've been blessed by this. And please follow me on these platforms that I'm doing. You can follow me on my ministry page, RK James Ministry. You can follow me, amen, on Facebook under RK James, amen, and just uh, of inbox me that you follow me on one of these platforms of social media. You always can direct your uh, prayer request to double D-O-U-B-L-E the number two, just two by itself and then grace G-R-A-C-E at gmail.com Praise the Lord. Well, we thank the Lord for you and you and then if the Lord put it on your heart and you say, I want to be a blessing to you, uh, man of God. You always can direct your giving to my website, rkjames.com. That's all one word, rkjames.com. Or you can use my cash app, profit, I mean dollar sign, profit 5,000. On all cash apps, it has the dollar sign, 
Profit 5000. So you know what? You're really encouraging me. And I just thank you and I want to sow into you. Well, praise the Lord. Well, may the Lord bless you real good. And may your day be impactful in the things of the Lord. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen.